ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Best Scott Beats Season 2, Episode 16. My name is Luke Hatfield and I have been driven to so much boredom working from home. <laughs> so, so, so little to do, so little football, so little sport that I've actually willingly sat down uh, and for an hour I'm going to talk with our Warsaw correspondent, Liam Keane. You right, mate? How are you? <laughs> Not too bad, mate. It's Did weird you like that... your intro? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, because you can actually finally be asked to come on, and uh, Whoa. And, and do the potty. Unbelievable! I've, I've not claims. seen you here in ages. I mean, Judah took over. There was one episode that I got. Uh, I think on deadline day where they got a bit of hate because me and Judah were having too much of a laugh, and then the Verbenator has been taken over recently. And obviously, you're, you're an Albion fan now, so you've been swanning off watching them all the time. I mean, that is a claim and a half. I'm not an Albion fan, mate. I'm a Villa fan. Yeah, well. Um, so yeah, so it's just nice to hear from you, really, even if it is from both our abodes uh, and through our mics on our laptop. I mean, that that is the professional setup we've got, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, to fill in the listeners, um, I'm currently sat in my in my office at home. In I've your got pants? St- no, no, no. I'm fully dressed. I'm fully <laughs> dressed. Um, so I'll quickly detail this room. I've I've got a little desk. It's got my Xbox on it. Love that. Printer. Um, I've got Sky Sports News on the TV, muted at the moment, of course. Still paying for that, are we? Uh, well, I actually, I actually, uh, I've, I've wiggled a deal, um, <laughs> so I don't actually, have. I don't actually pay for it. <laughs> I've got a good friend of mine. Um, I think his name is Nathan Judah. Um, oh, I know him. He, he, he had a spare Sky Go um, pass going, so wow. I managed to hook that up. I managed to swing that. Consider it a perk of the job. Um, you tight git. <laughs> well, they're pausing payments, aren't they? They're pausing payments on the site, on the sports subscription now. Yeah, they are. From, actually, what, from yeah. what I've seen, yeah, yeah. Um, the bill, the bill payer in my home informed me of that. Oh yeah, yeah, because you're a tight git as well. I see. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm looking at my windowsill right now. I've got an, a, a worryingly large collection of, of dirty plates and bowls that need oh, to be washed. No, you're not one of them. I just, I just put stuff on the windowsill and then. That. Then the thing is, it gets dark, so I, I pull my curtains across, and then the next morning I realise I've got a whole day's worth of plates there. That is bad. How are you coping, Liam? Yeah, it's all right, mate. I mean, I mean, I obviously live in Warwick, don't I? So I'm saving a lot of money in fuel. Not oh going, yeah. Not going over to Warrants every day. But um, even even with that, I'd, I mean, I'm getting more sleep as long as I don't have to get up so early. But I'd, I'd still probably rather come in, if I'm honest. It is weird, isn't it? I mean, I mean, I suppose it's very different between me and you. Like, I'm, uh, you know, you're in terms of social distancing. I mean, it's not much different for you because no one really wants to hang around with you, do they? Wow, wow. Yeah, well, my missus thinks that as well. <laughs> <laughs> is the missus working from home as well now? Mine she is. is. Yeah, she is. She, uh, she's in London, isn't she? So she, uh, she, they were making her go in one day a week. This this week, but then they finally and they were going to carry on doing that. But then they've decided next week onwards they're going to scrap it and just close the office. But she's uh-huh. uh, she's coming home actually. She's coming back to back to Leafy Warwick uh, and working from home here, oh, just in case nice. London gets put in shutdown. Oh yeah, yeah. You've heard the rumours. Oh, the rumours have been spreading. Every every everyone's got a friend who's got an uncle who's got a nan who's got a friend's cousin who works at MI4. Uh, and, uh, and and knows that they're going to get shut down in the next 48 hours. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're obviously more in the know than us. Yeah. Um, so. How have you been passing the time? I mean, obviously you've been working during the day, then no one's questioning your profession. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I mean, there's a lot more time at home. What have you been up to? I haven't seen, I haven't seen a, a bog roll challenge from you yet. No. I uh, as, you, as you say, I'm, I'm too busy, you know, Filling the newspaper with quality journalism instead, so I don't uh, I don't have time to play around with these games online. Um, I, um, and aside from that, I've been playing a lot of FIFA. <laughs> oh, me too, mate. Me too. I mean, FIFA. My my Xbox controller's been getting a lot of action over the past oh, week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My uh, yeah. I've been. I, cause I, I, you're like this because you're 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 a big FIFA man. I, I've seen yeah. you show me your my team a few times. Never this year, not not at one point have I tried to grind out any of the the lone swap icons. Oh really? And now this this time I'm grinding, I'm grinding for it, I'm grinding. Oh mate, good good effort, good I've, effort. Uh, I'm, I'm halfway through my fifth swap player. Oh, very nice. 
I'm getting there. A lot of football manager as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Nathan Judah, um, second mention for Nathan Judah in five minutes of uh, Warsaw podcast chit chat. He he spent some money on Football Manager only for the next day for it to be available for, th- <laughs> I saw for free. That, I know. I know. I um I've been playing it for a while actually, but I've uh, I do have a confession. I play the mobile version. <laughs> oh mate, it's oh, that is a far fling from the proper version. It is. It is a lot different to the proper version, but the main reason for that is like Tom uh, Tom Heslop at Warsaw gave me a copy of the the full game because uh, yeah. the club got a load in. Uh, I don't know whether I'm allowed to say that, but I have now. Well, part um, of the job. And uh, realised that I my work laptop is a Chromebook, and you can't download it on. You can't. Uh, yeah, you can't download it at all on a Chromebook. I think you mm. can. I think you can get Steam on a Chromebook. Anyway, either way, you can't do it on a Chromebook. Um, and the only other laptops I've got in the house are some old work ones from my dad, and they are not running at a high high enough operating system to play the game. Windows Windows ninety five is it? <laughs> no, you, oh, it's some rubbish about Windows XP sixty two. But I, I don't have a clue. But uh, so I, I thought, you know what, eight ninety nine. I bought the mobile version. I've been playing that for a while now, and I'm in my. I'm, I'm just last night started my fifth season as Warsaw manager. Oh really? Too right. How are you getting on? Are you in the Champions League yet? I'm in the Championship. Oh, Championship. Okay. So okay. I got League Two and League One. Promotion both through the playoffs in my first two seasons, then I so that's yeah, and I've had, and I've had two seasons in the championship now. The first one I stayed up on the last day of the season by one point. Oh, tidy! I know I needed to I needed to beat Leeds, who had finished second in the in the division. I needed to finish, beat them on the last day, and Huddersfield, who were down there with me, needed to lose to or draw because I had a better goal difference. Lose to. Norwich, who were I think third in the league, uh, they lost four one to Norwich, and I beat Leeds four two. Oh, what a result! I mean, Leeds, Leeds. I mean, sounds like they're on holiday. I was buzzing. I'm not gonna lie. And then yeah, my second season in the championship, which I may or may not have played in a, in a full day yesterday on my day off. Um, <laughs> it's so. Sad. I mean, you definitely did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> so sad. Uh, I finished mid table. I went on a mad. I mean, some. Cracking results, two 0 away at West Brom. Big um, result. Some cracking results in that in the, in the division, beating Newcastle, beating West Ham. Um, but then when I, and I was like mid table, I was like twelfth, I'm not on the verge of playoffs, and I won a mad losing run of like seven, eight games or something. Um, but how, how's Pom? How's Pomlet taking you? Is he is he is he on board still? Well, yeah, he's taking me finally. They're they're still very pleased with my. Uh, in my uh, leadership is is what's been highlighted as my as my best skill. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is no surprise, really. I mean, um, it's a massive surprise to me. Nah, I don't know. Going into my fifth <laughs> season now, uh, I'm on. I've gone from a budget of about 150 grand from my first season of League Two to now 13 million budget. Th- oh, I mean, tell you what. Loving life. Some of the fans listening to this would love uh, a 13 million pound budget, wouldn't they? I just signed. You know, Mariano. The Costa Rican striker from Real Madrid. I think You've signed Mariana. I think he's Costa Rican anyway. I've signed him on a free transfer from Real Madrid. Big question. Have you sorted out the rental situation around the Banksy Stadium, mate? <laughs> no. No in real life and no in the game as well. <laughs> the Warsaw fans won't be happy, mate. They no, won't be happy. Yeah, well, um, just, just on that, because I'll, I'll put the tweet out anyway. But yeah, I have asked the question, Warsaw fans... Um, a, 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 a public response to this looks unlikely, um, but if anything does come of it, I'll uh, I'll obviously make sure they know. Oh, good to hear. Right before we get onto the serious stuff, one last question for you, Liam, in our banter section. Let's go. Um, can we get a new profile picture for you on Twitter? Because Christ. this has been something which has been mentioned numerous times now. And I was I went onto Slack, which is our our new messaging software for whilst we're working at home. Um, which the sports desk have picked up really well. We're getting loads of messages. We all talk online. It's basically like MSN Messenger. It's like we've gone back 15 years. Um, but I saw that you don't have a profile picture on there. Well, yeah, I don't have one on there. I mean, there's a few people that don't. Yeah, but I Ross, mean... Nick, Massey, they don't have it. They, none of them have got one. Yeah, but you need one. There's so many good pictures nah. of you. Can we get a new picture? There of you really is not. There is no good picture. To be fair, the only good picture of me is my current Twitter one, and that's not even a good picture. But that's the only good one I, I, I can I can use. I'm happy, you were I'm working happy. on news back then, mate. 
Yeah, I'm happy with that though. I was a lot slimmer in those days as well. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with that one because some of the ones that Tom gets of me and the, the selfie we had to take the other day for that online story, like, I look ridiculous. That oh, selfie one, it was funny because I saw the messages when I was off yesterday. Uh, I saw them this morning. Uh, Massey saying it looks like I was, I'm trying to knock someone out. You do look. You do look like you're up for a scrap. I, I tried a few of them smiling. And they just weren't looking very good. I took like ten minutes trying to do a very selfie. I wasn't sure what to do, so I thought I'm just going to keep it stern. I'm gonna, have a, I'm gonna have a word with the photographer who covers Walsall games when when the football's back on. I'm gonna make sure they get a picture of you working. Well, so you, you know have what? A new profile picture. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Get a, 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 one of me in my element, writing about oh I don't know where, where's McDonald winners in the last minute. Yeah, yeah, loving life. Well, we'll love that. Should we get onto serious stuff? Let's do it. Um, only one place to start, really. Um, this pesky coronavirus, um, obviously a very serious matter, and you know our thoughts go out to anyone who's been seriously affected by this. Um, firstly, I mean, what have you made of the entire situation? Well, yeah, I mean, as you said, it's it's, it's awful, isn't it? I mean, the uh, the main thing I pull out of it is that some of the people that are still uh, going out to clubs and bars, and I mean, you're absolute morons. <laughs> get yourself inside <laughs> first of all um, or just you, you don't have to be inside on your own like a hermit the whole time but you have to just be sensible with the, the way you go about it but it's I mean, it's, I, mean it's, I didn't expect this in my first season as a football reporter um, your baptism of fire for you big yeah. time yeah it's uh, it, purely from a working point of view and obviously this is no where is me thing because there's people in a lot worse situations but it's it is bloody hard trying to uh, come up with ideas and do as many stories as we can and get in. I mean, the amount of times I've typed the word coronavirus in the last week has been unbearable. I don't, no I don't, worries I don't, about misspelling it now, eh? I don't, I don't want to type it ever again. Um, and it's just, it's just very strange because it's, there's, there's not that day-to-day grind of us doing quotes-led pieces from managers and players and and following up on games and giving opinions on games and comment pieces. There's none of that day-to-day grind of it. Mm. It's all, um, it, it's all just trying to fill the spaces we need to fill in the, in the paper with, with, with good quality, interesting stuff when there isn't any, any live sport at all. It's not just the football. I mean, greyhound racing, horse racing, netball, rugby, whatever you want to think of, it's all off. And it just leaves us in a very peculiar situation like for example you guys you're doing on digital you, you're doing like a social media watch and, mm. and just things to get in, fans engaged and, and interested still it's just very bizarre it is very bizarre it's very much like that period of the summer which isn't very long normally where the players go away on holiday the management's on holiday pretty much all the club staff are on holiday there's no transfers going on because everyone's you know just taking some time off and you sat there for a good two maybe three weeks really scratching for a story you're trying to find anything they'll they'll do and this is when normally you know you'll bank stuff you'll have like an interview with so and so which can which can hold for forever um but you just don't have that in a situation like this because it's not it's not something you can plan for is it no exactly i was it's, it's funny because i was thinking of um like getting onto you guys and massey relatively soon and thinking Right, just talk me through all what it is we need to do when it comes to that time, and, and just so I can get myself prepared. And then all of a sudden, that that time, but probably slightly slightly worse in that it's going to be longer, and it's also there isn't anything to hold on to the back of in terms of games either. Mm. Um, it's now just been thrown at me, but in a weird way, I'm kind of enjoying it because I'm sort of getting my <laughs> I was going to say creative juices flowing, but that sounds, <laughs> sounds a bit weird, doesn't oh, it? Keep that stuff to LinkedIn, Liam, <laughs> Christ almighty. <laughs> no, I'm getting, uh, I'm quite enjoying it. Like, the other day I had a, a chat with Jack Nolan. Mm. Um, first, obviously he did the video when he first, uh, video interview with the club when he first signed. But this is his first actual interview with anyone else, chatting to the fans. And he, um, he was brilliant, really, really good. So, did a, a story just on the coronavirus, uh, like training side of it with the club, and then did a big feature for today, um, talking about his him, him growing up and all this kind of stuff, and and he does kind of when when that 
those kind of ideas fall for you and it works. It, it, it's quite, you know, it's, it's enjoyable. It's, um, mm. You've just got to get yourself to the point and have, and have enough ideas. So I'm constantly hassling the guys at Warsaw at the moment saying, is this person free? Is this person free? Trying to, just think of, trying to think of ideas to, to do something different and interesting. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get there, but now it's been extended to April 30th and it probably won't be, it probably won't uh, start back then either. It's going to be even longer. So it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a long old slog in the end. Certainly is a challenge, isn't it? We'll kind of we'll tell we'll tell the position we're we're in right now for those listening. And obviously, it's changing day by day. Um, we're recording Friday afternoon. It's currently eighteen minutes past two. So, the statement came out yesterday from the Premier League, um, saying that all leagues had essentially agreed to you know extend this suspension to April thirtieth. I don't know about you, Liam. I mean, you kind of said it just anyway. I think that's still a very optimistic date to see a return of any kind of serious action. Um, I think it's just kind of giving the leagues a little bit more time to see how this situation's panning out. Because at the moment, I mean, you can plan as much as you want, but no one really knows what's going to happen with this virus now, do they? But not at all, <laughs> by the sounds of it. And uh, you, you hear, obviously, the Boris Johnson's doing his press conferences every day and and listening into them, waiting for updates, and, and they, slowly, slowly every day, it's something new. Apart from yesterday, actually, something new is happening. So, the school's been closed, and then the next thing is going to be a lockdown of London or next lockdown or etc. etc. So, it's uh, it just seems to be it, it's that upward curve that they keep talking about. It's getting slowly worse, and then eventually it will go to the other side and get slowly, slowly get better. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it'll be back end of April. Um, I think. What's probably going to happen is they, they sound very keen on finishing the season. Mm. It's probably going to be a case of this season's going to run through until August, maybe, by the time it starts up again. It wouldn't surprise me if it was longer than that, you know. Yeah, and then and then they'll have to make a decision on what they do with the following season because they can't then just keep pushing everything back because then every year it'll just start late and late and late. The mm. next season I'll have to either cut it short or scrap cup competitions or, or something. Um, for, the, for next season to then buy the following summer for the next season after that and get everything back on track again to normal uh, I think mm. that's, that's probably the only way they're going to be able to do it and it's uh, yeah it's going to be weird I mean our baptism of fire for me maybe you know me some people sink some people swim and guess what I'm doing you're going down on the Titanic <laughs> no mate I'm swimming against the tide <laughs> you know me um, how are Wolves still handling this break Liam I mean a lot of teams have you know kind of stop trading uh, barring like you know considering the government advice you know the social distancing this and that uh how are Walsall handling this uh at the moment it's, it's yeah, it seems to be handling it pretty well um so obviously I did the story uh, earlier in the week um that they were still training so they they they, they did do that uh, earlier in the week they trained um from what I've been told it's a sort of fluid process and that if it gets to the point where they have to stop training they will Mm. Uh, but for the time being, that's that's how it is. Um, Lee Pomlet, chairman, has been doing a, a, quite a few video updates as well, which I think has been helpful, um, urging people to do the uh, season tickets, early bird season tickets, and, and mm. anywhere they can to buy merchandise to help the club. Uh, this money from the EFL now, which is uh, essentially parachute payments for Warsaw getting relegated, they're getting the rest of it earlier. Than they would mm. than they would have done. So they get it in stages, don't they? I think is, is how it works. Um, so they're, they're getting that earlier now. Uh, they're getting just an advance on the money they would have already got. So that's um, and then loans are also available if they if they need them, which they probably will. Um, but yeah, in terms of the training side of it, they're still training um, and, and doing what they can. Um, on the financial side of it, uh, they were, obviously I said urging everyone to buy and help the club whatever way they can. But from the leap on it's interview the other day he was saying that he doesn't want to get to the point where he's going to have to ask people to, to either go unpaid or to be let go altogether mm. um, and that is a realistic possibility for a lot of clubs not just Warsaw if they didn't have any help but I'm optimistic that they are going to get support to, to stave off that uh, that obviously that move um, so it's it's obviously testing for the club. Um, it's not good news in any in any sense. But I, I think in Lee Pomley, I've met him a handful of times and interviewed him twice, and um, I'm pretty confident in his ability to to keep 
the ship sailing pretty smoothly, um, as difficult as it might be. So I think I don't think fans should be too concerned, but I think they should be eager to to help in whatever they, way they can. But equally, there's a lot of fans uh, who are struggling themselves financially with with jobs as well. So um, I, I would balance it up between their own, which I'm sure people are doing, balance it up with it between their own personal lives as well. But uh, you know what? We're British. We'll get through it. We're we're fighters. I always believe that. Um, obviously, the EFL pledged to to complete the season. Do you think that's the right way to go? I yeah. Mean, if if things, I suppose the big question is if things rattle on and it stays to, stays as it is now, and it gets to July or August, then you start you starting to seriously think. I mean, I know they've pledged to finish the season, but you could be playing until like say October November time. I then think, that's, I mean, that's yeah. a serious impact on the next season, isn't it? I think the only way of doing it, because if I'm honest, I, I was actually kind of convinced that the, not the EFL, but I think the Premier League would potentially have said where you are now is where you finish or, or scrap it all together. But it, it sounds like all the leagues are going to do the same thing. Um, I think the best way of doing it is you have to finish this, this season in whatever way you can even if it gets to the point where it gets delayed so much that you have to scrap next season. Mm. I, I, I would go as far as, as that. But I would take as, the measures that you can do to stop that from happening beforehand. As I said before, delaying the season by doing... Uh, delay, uh, sorry, uh, reducing the amount of games in, in the season by picking out of a hat on who plays who um, or scrapping all cup competitions or whatever you need to do to, to fit it into the, the, the time frame you have. Uh, I think that's the only way of doing it, really. I don't think you can, I don't think you can scrap this season and, and just move on to the next one. And, I, and as you said, I don't think it'll even be ready in time for the next season anyway. I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But then you know what? You look at the, the contract situation with players as well. That's that's what I was going to get onto. That's, the, that's the really interesting thing, isn't it? Because I mean, when you look at a Premier League team, there are certain players who are like, oh, they're out of contract this summer. But when you get down to League One, League Two level. I mean, a lot of players are on a year-by-year basis. I mean, it's not, there's not too many clubs handing out massive deals. You don't see many five-year deals in League Two, do you? Let's be honest. There's a lot of, there's a lot of players at Warsaw that are on short contracts because Darrell's made it very clear that that's how he likes to do it. Um, mm. And uh, I, I, I think it will get to the point where, and this comes from the Premier League all the way down, where, because let's be honest, if, let's, if, if a player leaves, let's say, for example, Danny Guthrie runs out of a contract I don't know when his contract is up but let's say he does um, he's, there's not going to be another club that will take him because clubs can't afford to just to take most likely take another player on at, at that time mm. um, I think it's going to come Premier League downwards I think it's going to come to the point where players are potentially going to have to play for free mm. um, and they're gonna, and all of them as a, as a, as a community as an as a industry are going to have to just put that their 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 own interests on the back burner. I think. Um, I I don't think there's any other way around it. If it gets to the point where player contracts are up at the beginning of July, and what wouldn't surprise me is if there are contract regulations which are kind of either relaxed or like a rule introduced where yeah. you can extend for you know a month. Where I mean you can, ex- you can essentially extend a contract for a month anyway. I'd imagine, but where they'll they'll say okay this is a, a standard kind of like month extension. The wages stay essentially the same. There are no ignore the dog in the back. <laughs> um, next door neighbour have, have got a puppy recently. Um, it's, it's, it's growing up though, so it's, it's, it's in that stage now where it's, it's a little bit hyper. It's not cute hyper anymore. It's just like constantly at it. Nice. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if there was an extension every like a month long extension, just kind of issued to pretty much every contract out there. Yeah, that would make sense. But then I suppose you have got situations where some. Some teams, not necessarily water, but some teams couldn't afford to to keep playing, keep paying. Mm. Sorry, that player as well for even if it was for another month. Yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I mean, I'll, I'll hopefully as well we're going to hear something soon off the national league and and where those teams are going to go because there's a there's plenty of teams in that division and 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 those uh, non-league divisions around there. They've got no idea what they're going to do, and the uh, and yeah, I mean it's yeah it's very very strange. It's all very weird, isn't it? Shall we get on to some questions from the listeners? Let's do it. I got. I think I got quite a few in today, you know. We did. I mean, we did ask. We did ask for questions of any kind, and I, 
I, I intentionally put a tweet out saying as if it, as long as it's publishable, broadcastable, <laughs> we will answer it. Um, and uh, because... my, my friend Lee Reynolds is uh, is giving us about six or seven on it of his own. So you know Le- what? Yeah, Lee's Lee's essentially offered us a quiz. Worth he's, of he's a good man. I like it. I like that Lee. Good work. Yeah, good work, Lee. Uh, first one comes from Vital Warsaw. Always good for a question. ENS FIFA Tawny. Who I is need, winning? I knew you'd go to this first. Oh, well, it's literally the first on my list. Oh well, no, it's not on mine. But you know what? I'm, yeah, conveniently first on your list. I'm backing uh, myself here. I, that, that's what I was about to say. And I've seen your ultimate team. I've seen your um, unrelenting commitment to to the game. And uh, well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna back you as well because I. Obviously, by the looks of it, you're sort of the one out of all of us that's got sort of the less positive social life and life in general, really. So, um, oh, that's a, that's a real claim. <laughs> um. So, uh, so I'll let you take it. Even though I would, I, even though I was saying earlier, I've been grinding my first loan icon or swap yeah. icon. Sorry, uh, I, I did all the previous ones. Don't worry. I'm, I'm just let's just sound very selective with my friendship group. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I like that. Just very quickly with the the icons, which ones are you liking the look of for the latest ones? For all the listeners here who don't like FIFA, uh, this is going to be a switch off. Boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm I'm grinding hard for Carlos Alberto. Oh, I, don't, I don't even see him on there. Twenty one icon swaps that's, I need for him. That's why I haven't seen him because <laughs> because I'm aiming for like he's pop- a Brazilian right back. So my team. For those listening, is a Brazil-based team. Yeah. I'll, you know what? If anyone's interested, get in touch with me. I'll share a picture of my team with you. I'll, I'll challenge anyone to a game this of team. Team is very good. I must admit. Um, very so good. it's a Brazil team, but he's a right back, ninety-four rated. That's very good. I'm, he's basically, I'm, he's basically yeah. end game right back. I'm I'm just grinding for any of the the early ones really. Go for the or you should go for the uh, prime icon pack. If you're not too bothered about who you get. That's what I was. I was actually going to ask someone that whether I should do that or not because Go I've, got, for the pack. I've got four already. I only need five more to get the pack. Is it yeah, worth it? it? Guaranteed prime icon, mate. You could get. You could get Ronaldo. You could get Fat Ronaldo. Yeah, but then equally you could get like. You could get Yarby Littman and. Someone terrible, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You know what? I'll have this conversation with you off air. We'll yeah, figure yeah. it out because then no one's going to care about what icon I'm going for on FIFA. We're just going to get so many complaints. Too much FIFA chat. Too much FIFA chat. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Tom Heslop, would you rather be a duck sized horse or the horse the size of a duck? No, wait. Would you rather be the duck the size of a horse or a horse the size of a duck? <laughs> Uh, I'll be the duck, please. Oh, I think I was going to say the duck as well. That'd be quite. That, that, yeah, because you're massive. You'd be like a celebrity. You'd be, I'm, I was about to say you, you could. No, I'm not going to go there. No, I think <laughs> I'll just I'll just say that and leave it at that. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go too far into it. Second question for Tom: When you're working at home, which, by the way, he's he's putting in like uh, you know, there's little apostrophes as if to, to insinuate that we're not working from home. What is your preferred choice of snack? I'm trying not to... Oh, it's difficult because I'm trying not to eat too much rubbish. When I'm sat at home working, I can't help myself. I'm just eating a load of crap. Tricky, isn't it? Um, I'll, I'll say Pringles. Pringles? Yeah. Solid choice. Solid. I'm a um, big fan of some M&M Krispies. Crispy oh, M&M's. Amazing. The, the peanut ones are better, but still. Oh, man. Unreal. The crispy M&M's are top notch. Kev Sadler. How many bog rolls are currently in your household? Um, I think we've got. I think we've got about. <laughs> I think we've got about thirty. Thirty bog rolls. <laughs> uh, when when we've not been hoarding either. Genuinely, we've, we've not been like panic buying or anything. But I think we had we had quite a few before this all kicked off. And I think we just bought like an extra pack or something just to go with it. Oh, see, this is a problem we had because we went to the supermarket obviously after this all at all kind of like kicked off. No bog roll anywhere. No, it's not. Point. I've not seen it in ages. No, no, no. It's I mean, it's it's, just, it's like gold dust. It's like it's, it's like a unicorn now. If I see it, it's, it's mythical. Um, <laughs> but so what we did was um, because of all these panic buyers who have, have by the way, is, is out of order. Um, seriously, out of order because there are there are people who need these things, and you you yeah, you, you buy an extra sixty odd toilet rolls isn't helping anyone. Um, so what we had to do was order one online. So we've had to order it, but only size you could get is 
I think he's like 45 rolls. Wow. So we've got a 45 roll coming. Apparently he's meant to be coming tomorrow, but I mean, if the postman's got anything about him, he's just going to take them bog rolls. <laughs> Every mm. man for himself nowadays. I feel like I feel like that's a criminal offence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't put it past someone though. <laughs> Have I, I ever told you about someone. my my first uh, court story for the Express and Star? No, but go on, please do. It was a, it was a postman. Uh, it was in uh, magistrate's court. Uh, so not the serious court. This is this is like the baby court. Well, well you, know, you can get you can get a lot of serious stuff goes on in there. Well, I mean, let's be honest. If you've done anything serious, well, a serious time you're going to Crown Court. Well, yeah, you? like a prison, like like a, uh, murdering someone or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a district judge rather than the magistrates uh, in the court. This makes it sound like it's even more of a baby court. Uh, honestly, this district judge was an absolute savage. <laughs> he was like he was. Potentially the most arrogant, self-obsessed man I've ever seen, and I and I was only in the in the room with him for a combined period of time of about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And Drunk was, with power. And he, yeah, he was he he just came across like a right ass. Um, <laughs> but anyway, this postman, I actually kind of felt sorry for him, but at the same time, he was an absolute moron. He um, for like a, a prolonged period of time, I forget how long it was now, but it was a good few months, whatever. He. Um, he was, well, it might have been like a year, he was stealing packages, basically. Oh. Uh, and then his wife was helping him sell them on eBay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, they they stole, like, a combined worth of, like, £11,000 worth of packages. Oh, like, Jesus. Like, video games, DVDs, like, just opening cars up and taking the cash and loads of stuff. Um, and he, he ended up getting, he ended up doing, he had no previous convictions, he ended up doing three months in prison. I think uh, that's fair to be, yeah, I'll, to be I'll, honest. Yeah. Uh, but his wife didn't uh, got a suspended sentence because um, they had a, a young baby and, and two other kids to look, to look after. And yeah. It was, and it was this like my first ever time, I mean, I've been in courts before, my first ever time covering it on my own for the paper when I was on news. And uh, and then he starts crying and, and, and being dragged down to custody. And I was like, what is going on? I was, uh, And then the judge started pointing pointing me out to everyone and saying... This is why we need people here covering stories like this to stop people like you from stealing. I was like, "What is going on?" It's like, <laughs> I was like, sat there so awkwardly. Was you like, were basically, you were basically blaming. You saying to this postman, Liam Keane is the reason you're getting three months, mate. <laughs> but he, he actually, to the, in a sort of weird way, he was saying, make, sort of making an example. It's, it's sort of how he was putting it. Actually, no, he he actually used those words. I think because I quoted him, he used the words, "Need to make an example of this, and it needs to be reported on." So he was giving him he was giving him time because I was there to an extent. I think he would have got time anyway, but it was yeah, it was mad. That was Crazy. a bit of a diversion from the question about bog rolls. <laughs> but yeah, but basically we 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 we're running pretty low here in the Hatfield household. So hopefully this parcel does come and it does does contain all the toilet roll. But once it does come We'll probably drop some down to like a food bank or something because there's going to be way too much there for us. Oh, you are salt of the earth, aren't you? I mean, I try and I try and help people. Mate. I try and help people. Um, Dan G W F C. Tips of things to do to keep you from going insane while in isolation. Right. Uh, while I try and think of something funny to say, I'll be I'll actually give serious tips. Um, exercise. Exercise important. Read a book. Play FIFA. Yes. Play FIFA, yeah. I've got the I've got the the latest Peter Crouch autobiography to read. I need to read that. Oh, very good. I've got I've got a fair few books that I need to read actually. Uh, I can't think of anything funny, so I'll, I'll have to leave it there. Then. <laughs> um, one thing I would say, exercise. Um, I'm not. I've, I understand when you know the criticism people are getting from for leaving their houses and going out. And I kind of agree with that. If you're going to if you're going to clubs, if you're going to bars, if you're going to restaurants, that kind of stuff, like you can order the food in. You don't need to go to a club. I mean, s- simple stuff like that. It makes sense. The gym, though, I understand people who are going to the gym as long as you socially distance while you're there. I was I was going to bring this up as well because I was meant to I was meant to say it when I started having my little rant saying people are morons that are going out to the gym because not not gym sorry going out to clubs and stuff because I mm. have I have been going to the gym still. I'd, um, I'd say go to the gym. The gym. I mean, my gym's still open, but what they're doing is they've they've stopped using machines which are sat next to each other. 
so you have to be like at least two meters away from people. Yeah, they're in the same. Yeah, what do you go to a pure gym? Do you or is it? A... Uh, I just go to the gym. Oh, I used to. Um, I used to go to one of them as well. Yeah, I go to a pure gym. They've done the same thing. They've everything is two meters apart now. They've taken some things out so that it's not too cramped in like mm. uh, weight weight areas and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, they they've done they've done the exact same. They just put uh, like no use signs on loaded machines of people, and they've limited it to a hundred people at, at any any time in there mm-hmm. as well. So I, I think it's all right yeah. to still do that. Although my girlfriend is not very happy that I've still been going. <laughs> as long as it's it's interesting because my girlfriend wasn't delighted by, it, but I said to her, as long as I wash my hands, um, clean the machines, which I do anyway. Yeah, um, I definitely do that. <laughs> 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 oh no I didn't know that I didn't know that um, uh, I, hope, I hope people got that reference um, but yeah um, just as long as you clean your hands because the ex- exercise is, is vitally important for not only not only keeping yourself healthy physically but for mental health as well um, on, in terms of little funny things you can do in isolation there are times when I've taken a quick 10-15 minute break from work I've got like, one of them little you know, toy basketball hoops. Oh God! You should see my ability on that now. Well, you you do play basketball in all fairness. You should be good. I mean, LeBron James couldn't guard me now. Um, but yeah, basically anything that you feel you need to do in isolation. And of course, if you're struggling, make sure you speak to someone, speak to a friend, mem- a friend, a family member. Um, I mean, I can even dish out Liam Keane's phone number if you really want to give him a ring. Um, people are yes. Yeah, people want to speak- give me a ring. That's fine. Speak to people and like, I don't know about yours, but my DMs are open on Twitter. If you ever feel like you need to talk about anything, I'm, my DMs are always open. Uh, I feel like you're soliciting people now. I'm not. I'm just saying, if anyone needs to chat, I'm there for you. Oh, you're salt of the earth. What a bloke. You wouldn't get this with the Verminator or Nathan, whatever his name is. Nathan Manor, the people Judah. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I was trying to think of a joke to put in between his two names. So I just <laughs> so, honestly, I'm, the jokes are not not flowing for me today. No, it's I'm harder. It's best. harder when you're doing it remote. It's, it's, it's so weird, isn't it? It is. It is bizarre because I'm just currently looking at on my screen, looking at Twitter where I've got all the questions in front of me. Well, I've got your dulcet tones through one ear. Oh, mate, too nice. Um, Nick Etheridge, uh, talk me through the session. When all of this blows over, also how hard do you lads find it working from home? The session, you going on he, a session. I think he, yeah, uh, th- you know, well, I think fans have got this by now that I, I do, I do like a drink now and then. <laughs> I um, like a drink. <laughs> Loves a drink. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I think I've made this clear anyway, but I actually don't like when it comes to day to day, as in like all per week. I don't actually drink very much. I think I, I think it's fair to say you love to socialise. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm definitely a social. Like, I wouldn't sit at home, just on like a random night, and and sit there and have like three or four beers or whatever. I, w- I wouldn't even have one. Uh, no, I ve- no, I, no, no. I very rarely, I very rarely do that. Like, I maybe once a month or once every couple of months, I've done that. I actually am plan. It's funny I've said that. I actually am planning to do that tonight, but, <laughs> but <laughs> only because a couple of uni mates said we're going to go on like a little FaceTime call and have a couple of beers and have a have a catch up. Oh yeah. Um, in general, I don't really do that. Although saying that, last night I did have a shot of whiskey. <laughs> uh, I don't drink alone. Oh, I did have a shot of whiskey yesterday. And I'm having some tonight. That's because I, <laughs> this, I not have my cause in. I bought a. Have you ever heard of Buffalo Trace whiskey? No. It's a. It's a American bur- bourbon or bourbon. I never know what the right the right way of pronouncing it is. I think it's bourbon. Anyway, it's it's one of them. Um, and it was. I, I found it cool because it was like a company formed in like the 1700s or whatever so mm. I, I just thought that was cool in itself but um, it, do you know who Joe Rogan is? I've, I've heard the name he's a comedian a US comedian and oh, a yeah, yeah, UFC yeah, know, yeah, commentator yeah. Uh, I, I, I love his podcast I watch and listen to him all the time and he constantly bangs on about this whiskey and how amazing it is I was in Tesco uh, earlier this week and I, walked, and I walked past and there was a bottle there and I thought you know what I'm going to drink myself Got the bottle in, had a little try of it last night. I mean, he put some hairs on your chest, that stuff. <laughs> Blimey! But uh, I, I, so I just tried it a bit of it straight, had a little shot, and then I'm gonna have a couple with coke probably because I'm not a, I'm not a straight whiskey drinker. I'll, I'll, I have to I have to mix it. 
That is a challenge, straight whiskey. Yeah, I've been there a few times, and it's uh, well. I, th- I think I've told you a few of the stories on here about me drinking whiskey. <laughs> it uh, <laughs> doesn't end well. Um, but no, yeah. I, in terms of the session, when this all blows over, I've heard a few people talk about it on Twitter. I mean, I think the UK is going to go mental when they're finally allowed to go out and go oh, to the pu- pubs and clubs. It's going to be absolutely rammed. I've decided, me and you are going. Are, are we going on a session after this? I hundred percent down for that. Because we talked about this before, we're definitely doing it. Hundred percent down for it. Um, second question you asked, of course, how hard do you lads find it working from home? It is a challenge. I feel like you have to set up, like you have to be quite disciplined with yourself, don't you? Yeah, that yeah. I because I find myself sometimes trying not to get distracted, um, and then it's just a yeah, it's just a strange sort of setup having to sort of copy what on my mobile and either get the quotes down the pad or record it and then get it typed up and. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a sort of it's a bit. It feels like a bit more, a bit more of a slog doing it here than it is doing it in the office. I don't know why. Mm. I do feel just as productive, if not more, though, from home. I feel like it's because you get an extra couple hours sleep. Yeah. You're a bit more relaxed. You're wearing what you want to wear. I mean, I'm just in tracksuit bottoms and a, a, a long sleeve t-shirt today. Don't have to wear. I know because you 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 rock up to the, to the office religiously, suits and tie. <laughs> you know what? You got to dress for success, haven't you? There's nothing wrong with dress, that. Dress for the job you want, mate. That's why I always rock up uh, in a Batman outfit. <laughs> well, no, honestly, man. I, yeah, I was, that's one thing I was going to say actually, because I I think not having the discipline of going of getting up early, driving in early, and being dressed and ready to go, I think I'm more productive like that than I am at home. If I'm mm. honest, no, but equally, equally, I actually have found having more sleep, getting up later, and being able to just work straight away has also ha- helped me, helped me in another sense as well. So I, I mm. think I'm somewhere in the middle. Uh, in terms of the amount of work I'm doing or the workload, I'm not doing any any less. I just I think it's because you've got more time. I find myself maybe doing it slower is probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. Because I've got yeah. more more time in my hands to do it. Mm. Uh, which is that's probably that's where I'm not used to it. So I'm normally full steam ahead. Mm. Let's get on to the questions from Lee Reynolds. First Come on, one: Lee. What are the three best options to use when all the toilet rolls have run out? It can't be another paper-based product, so no kitchen rolls or newspaper. Top three non-paper options to use once Jesus. toilet rolls are extinct: <laughs> the dog, the dog. <laughs> I think the first option. Should probably be leaves. Oh no! Let's go like, spatula. A spatula, man! What you've got to cook <laughs> with that? I'm just trying to. Think, I don't know. Um, leaves. Um, slipper. <laughs> can't you just use a shower? Oh, that's a great choice. Yeah, because some some dirty buggers do that already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have made you choose to do that. Oh, that is grim. <laughs> so By the way, when I was in Thailand, a lot of places have this thing. It's no word of a lie. They call it the bum gun. Oh my! So goodness. they offer you toilet paper, but they also offer you this thing called the bum gun. And uh, I mean, it doesn't really need a description. Let's be honest. Well. It's basically it's basically a tiny little shower head that you use and is is gun shaped and you. It's actually gun shaped. Kind of like, as in, like you know, like when you have them hoses where you you can spray it. It's got do you a like, trigger on do it. Do you insert it or? I don't think you insert it. No. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> this, I mean, questionable whether this is publishable content. But <laughs> the third choice, I don't know, um, a towel. Oh, that is so grim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there you go. There you go, Lou. There's there's three options. Moving on. <laughs> um, his next one: top five box sets whilst in isolation, and the reason why. Also, do you watch each box set fully before moving on to the next, or do you do a bit of one and then watch the next one? Um, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna I'm knock this down from five to just pick one, um, just because we've got so many questions to go through, and we did promise that we'd answer every one of them. True. Um, I'm really looking forward to the next season of Sunderland Till I Die. Oh, yeah. I'm, I can't wait for that. Ten days. I can't wait for that. That's going to be great. Good um, crack, that. And that, I will sit there and I will just binge watch the entire thing. Yes, I, I, I normally try and binge as well. Do you ever watch The Witcher? 
I've not seen that, but I've heard good things. I've I've watched all but the last two episodes, and it, it's good. It's worth it. Um, there's a there's an actress from Wolverhampton that plays one of the main characters. Mm. Um, she also spends ninety percent of it without any clothes on. Oh right, that's um, why you're into it, are you? No, well, I watched. I actually, I've watched every episode with uh, my girlfriend, and I just sort yeah. of pretend I'm doing something else while that while those scenes are on. And really, I've got one eye looking at it, and <laughs> so it's really awkward, isn't it? Do you remember? I mean, it's be slightly different for you because I mean, you are you are younger than I am. I mean, I'm actually thirty now. How scary is that? That is um, old. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> it. Um, I remember as a child watching watching Titanic, and there's that scene, and you you sat there with your parents watching <laughs> it. It's all very awkward. I I, mean, I watched the first first few episodes of the first series of Game of Thrones with my mum. Oh, <laughs> I know. And then after a couple episodes, I said to her, I actually had a conversation with her and said, "Mum, I can't watch this with you anymore. I'm going to have to watch it." So ever since then, I watched it in a separate room to her. For the whole of the whole of the, the rest of the how many how many series it was. Another watch. awkward one is you know Wolf of Wall Street the first. Oh scene. no, you can't watch that. With your <laughs> you can't be watching that with parents. <laughs> that is an unbelievable um, film though. What a great yeah, film. quality film. Um, what's better, astronauts or cosmonauts? Says Lee. Is it is it bad that I don't know what the second one is? I think an astro. I mean, I I'm probably wrong. I imagine like an astronaut is someone who goes somewhere to land on something like the moon. But if you're a cosmonaut, do you like go up and just kind of orbit something? Uh, I don't. G- I don't googling really know. it, it just says an astronaut or cosmonaut is a person trained by a human spaceflight program to command, pilot, or serve as a crew member on a spacecraft. So they're basically the same thing. By according to Google, yeah. Oh well, I'll take the astronaut, just because it's a bit more well known, isn't it? Oh, wait there, no. A cosmonaut refers to a person that is trained and certified by the Russian Space Agency to work in space. Oh. An astronaut is a person trained and certified by NASA and then a few other organisations to work in space. Oh. I'll be an astronaut then, please. Oh, considering it's, it's, I'm, it's considering just, I'm not from Russia. It's the same profession, but it's just two different names. Ah. Learn something new every you know day. What? Lee, you've just taught me something that I had never heard of before, and I appreciate that. Which would you prefer to be isolated on a tropical island or an iceberg, and why? I mean, you're an idiot if you take the iceberg. If here, you take the it? iceberg option, you're mental because you'll get there's no there's no way of salvaging food apart from fishing. But if anyone is trapped on an iceberg, they've probably not got the the facilities to go fishing under ice. That and you're gonna be cold all the time. You're freezing, and then a polar bear's gonna come and jack you. <laughs> Cod or FIFA 20, Lee asks. Uh, FIFA for me. I, well, for the last few years, FIFA, because I haven't played Cod in a couple of years now, but I grew up with my first ever console games on like, the, the, the modern consoles, because I used to play like the really old ones when I was really little. Mm. Um, was like the early CODs, like uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Quality two, game. Two, 2009. I was 12. That was, that was the one. That was like my, oh god! Thinking about it now, what I, I, I would go back to those days now and be the greasy, long-haired little freak I was, just, <laughs> just to go back to that. I feel like if we, me and you, ever have a disagreement, we should just have a one v one on Rust. And honestly, if you, I'm, I'm going to concede that you'd beat me on FIFA, and I'm going to say I would absolutely smash you, quickscoping you on Rust. You, once you've got those skills, they never lose you. I was, I was almost professional level. It's like that's a claim. Riding a bike, it's like riding a bike, isn't it? Once you know, well, yeah. All, all I need is a couple of games just to warm up again, get myself back on the intervention, and I'll end. Oh god, I'm getting excited now thinking about it. What a game! Um, would you prefer a rowing machine at home and row the Atlantic Ocean, or treadmill and run Route 66? If you and if you're feeling particularly fit, do both. I will have the treadmill. <sighs> no chance, rowing machine for me. Rowing machine? Oh man, no. Nah, I'm. I I can't run. I'm not very good at long distance running anymore. Yeah, see, rowing I, machines I, I, I can do. I can run. I can run for long distances. I can deal with that. Uh, in the mixer asks, where can I go to get pasta? <laughs> well, if you find out, mate, let me know. Because there's I mean, really nothing anywhere. 
Yeah, pasta's and pasta's another one. Why are people stockpiling pasta? Did I, did you see my tweet the other day? Uh, I don't think so. Went to the supermarket. Uh, little oh, around the corner. Um, saw someone panic buying lettuce. That is and mental. Four pallets of lettuce. That is absolutely mental. Thankfully, the shop assistant was like, "Nah, mate, you can't buy all that lettuce." And he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You can buy four. He had four pallets of them, so That's he had to put all these stupid. pallets back." Why are you panning pan buying lettuce? People are like panning buying like eggs as well. Flour, like, another one. Like flour, like they're gonna have to make their own bread. I mean, Come what on. is wrong with people? Uh, I don't know. The, there's a massive Tesco superstore near me. That um. It's normally twenty four hour, and they're having to close between midnight. Excuse me, midnight and six a.m. now, so they can mm. stop. So they can stop the showers up again. But I was chatting to one of the staff members in there when I was in there in the afternoon the other day, and they were like, "Yeah, as soon as it gets to like ten to six, there's people queuing outside, and they're, and they're and they're all queuing there, and they come in, and then they take everything off the shelves. It's all gone, and then by the time anyone gets there, and sort of late morning or early afternoon, there's no pasta." There's no eggs, there's no rice, there's no toilet roll, there's no, there's no any like cleaning products, it's all gone. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, I just try your luck at pretty much every... Uh, you know what I try now? Corner shops. I feel like people go to supermarkets and like, everyone goes there. But if you go to your local corner shop, they might have some pasta there, although they I might charge you more that, for yeah. it. I was thinking that. Um, Lee Reynolds actually asked a football question looking likely that the football season will be extended past the summer how will this affect players on loan transfer windows opening and closing Comp player contracts due to end has anyone also asked Jeff about the possibility of a rent holiday to help the club out uh, first bit is, sadly his guess is probably as good as ours at the moment because uh, if, if I had to guess what they'll do they'll obviously as I said they'll play the season out and delay next season or cancel competitions or whatever um, and but in terms of the transfer windows, they're potentially going to have to have a sort of a a mid, not not like a mid-season because obviously we've got the January window. But they're potentially going to have to have like a a running couple of months at the beginning of the season, whenever that does start, where players are allowed to come in and out mm. wherever they need to. I don't know really. With the rent stuff, uh, yeah, I, I sort of alluded to that at the beginning. Um, I have asked the question if it's a possibility um, and so far it looks unlikely the club are going to publicly comment on anything but if as I said if anything changes I'll uh, they'll, the fans will be the first to know well, it certainly will be um, a couple more here I mean there's some interesting ones here from Lee if you can gain enough speed and outrun the speed of light then you can escape gravity's pull of the sun, if you swing round shot, if you swing shot round the sun, you'll be able to, in theory, travel back in time. How much thrust is needed to overcome the gravity pull of the sun? Wait, who sent that? Lee. Lee I Reynolds. can't. I can't see that one anywhere. So has he just sent it to you? I think so. Oh, that's why I can't see it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much thrust you'd need. I mean, I, I, sadly, I don't know. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I like that this is what's on his mind in isolation. This, that's, that's these, these are the kind of people we need. We need, we, yeah. need, we need these Warsaw scientists to come out of the woodwork. And um, let's flip the question on its head. If you had to go back in time anywhere, where would you go? Oh, back to when the football was on. Oh, come on. Just give do, me you that. Can, you can do better than that. Yeah, I can. Um, okay, if I was to go back anywhere, any time... Ooh. Does it have to be in my life or can it be literally anywhere in history? Anywhere you want to go, anytime. I'd like to see how much how big a deal Jesus was. Oh. Like was he really like is it is it like that Family Guy episode where he's just like <laughs> he's just like basically a, a, a bit part magician. Well, I, I was going to say this because uh, you know like Dynamo in, in yeah. our lifetime. That's basically just what Jesus was. He was just an illusionist, and then some people clung on to it for two thousand years. Yeah, <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't go into this because I'm going to offend deep, so many deeply people. Deeply offensive. If, if, I, any <laughs> if I go deep, Christians. if I go deep on this, I'm going to upset people. Um, I'd like to. I'd like. I'd just like to see what Jesus was about, and but if he was even like a bloke. I would be. I'd potentially go back to the Roman times. 
really you see seem them. like a fan of blood sport you do yeah <laughs> yeah i'd love that that'd be brilliant um well i'd call like the egyptians that's quite interesting yeah. or you know what just like the 1960s or something and just see what it was like when the beatles were knocking around oh yeah you're the social butterfly that you are yeah um lee reynolds again go on <laughs> lee if Luke has 57 peas and then eats 27, then shares the remaining peas equally to six friends, what percentage of peas has Luke given to each friend? I'm actually a little bit worried now that Lee might be losing his mind. <laughs> Lee, <I am> too. <laughs> Lee, please reach out if isolation has taken its toll because I'm, these questions are concerning me now. I was enjoying it up until this point. I'm going to guess... Nine percent. I'm not going to do anything to do with maths because I'm terrible at it, and I'm yeah, it's not happening. Uh, last one from Lee. Um, when paving the drive, what type of sand is best for its drainage properties? <laughs> <laughs> what depth of sand is best to practice for paving the drive, and is it best to rake it clockwise or anti-clockwise? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> these were meant for us. I feel like I feel like these have been accidentally tweeted to us. They definitely were, um, and we did say we'd answer every single one, and by my count, that is every single one. Uh, oh, one more, one more from Chris. Uh, what do you think of the pedestrianisation of Norwich City Centre? Pedestrianisation for me is always a good thing. Oh, here we go. Less traffic, more like safer walking around the shops, less, less pollution in the area. What's, what's wrong with it? Sure, you can't drive from one end of the high street to the next bit, but you don't need to. Part of the fun of the high street is walking down it and then getting approached by people doing charity work and then feeling bad that you have to say no or pretending to be on the phone when they come up to you. It's part of the fun. We'll just ignore them. Um, oh, it's just cruel. I'm just, I'll, I'll agree with you because uh, I've, I've got nothing to add. <laughs> Lee, I mean, I've never been, Lee. never been to Norwich City Centre, but I'm sure it's good if it's ped- pedestrianised. Oh, I never have and probably never will be going there. But uh, Lee, Luke says he's got his... DMs open if anything's troubling you. Let us know. My DMs are open, twenty one. Um, right, let's finish with a quiz because that was all the questions. Um, quiz Liam, time. Let's do it. Um, a lot of questions, so, aren't I? I like it. There were a lot of questions, not not all Walsall related. To be honest, I think there were about three Walsall questions in there. Um, but these are all Walsall based, and this is a little bit of a quiz for you, Liam, just because we've got no football to talk about. So I figured we'd we'd talk about something related to the football club, uh, and this is a quiz of the season so far. So are you ready? Let's do it. Question one. Who has the highest who scored rating out of 10 for Walsall FC? Josh Gordon. No. Dan Scar with 6.91. Is that like an average rating, is it? Yeah, yeah, average rating. 6.91 seems harsh, and no one's got an average higher than that. They went on that horrific run, though, didn't they? Yeah, there's only six games. Oh, yeah, but know. still. Um, uh, who has scored the most goals for Walsall this season? Josh Gordon. <laughs> he has indeed. How many, do you reckon? Uh, twelve. Nine. Oh, it's twelve in all competitions. Then. It's... Yeah, I'm not too sure this counts all competitions. Oh, yeah, no, no, because he's definitely got uh, more got than ten ha- in all competitions. Yeah. That's, that's just the league. Uh, God's who... sake, Luke, you had one job. I'm just running off who scored <laughs> who scored stats here. I'm like passing the book. Um, who is the tallest player at Walsall FC? Um, Dan Scar? No. Adebayo? Uh, Adebayo, 1.93 metres. It was, it was between one of them. I couldn't I couldn't think who it was. Uh, who has had the highest pass completion of any Walsall player this season? Danny Guthrie. No. Rory Do you know who it is? Rory Holden? No. Gary Liddell? <laughs> what? Can you believe that? Blimey. 81.8%? Well, I suppose he only played about 16 times. Well, I mean, to be honest, that can't be that, Dar- that, can't be that Dar- Darlington away game when he played in midfield. I don't think he, he made one pass in that whole bloody 65 minutes he was on the pitch. All 19.2% of his messed up passes came in that game, do you reckon? Well, they must have done the option. It was absolutely shocking that day. Um, or 18.2, my, my mistake. Um, which three players have the most assists this season? So they've all got the same number. Four. Three players assists. 
Is it? Is Rory Holden one of them? Yes. Yeah, I thought he would be. Um, Gordon? No. Wes McDonald? Yes. And Do you want to know the third one? Let me try and guess it. Let me try and guess it. Let's try and guess it. Yeah. I'll go Keelan Lavery. You're right, Keelan Lavery? What a Oh, I was swore then. <laughs> that was so close. That was so close. Hopefully I was that, thinking then I'm going to have to bleep something. Hopefully that, uh, do you think that might need, that might need editing? I don't know. You, nah, that, that nah, leaves you right. that leaves you a bit more work if it does because that was very close. <laughs> you were close, but you didn't quite. Woo. Um, <laughs> who has made the most successful tackles on average per game this season for Warsaw? James Clark. No. Liam Kinsella with 2.1. Uh, yeah, I can, uh, that one makes sense, I suppose. I can say that. Proper midfield battler, Liam Kinsella. Yeah. Uh, and last question. Who is the most fouled player for Walsall? Let's Rory see, Holden. See. On average per game. Did you hear my answer? It's James Clark, not Rory Holden. Oh, that's funny you said that. Because he would have been my second guess as well. I can tell you why. And I've got people who can vouch for me. I always put them two in this same category. Them two are absolutely brilliant at being tactically fouled themselves, if that makes sense. Mm. So basically, both of them, when they're in a position where they're sort of boxed in and they haven't really got anywhere to go, yeah, they'll wait for a touch, and as soon as they get a touch from another player, they'll hit the deck. And Proper Jack sing- Grealish style. Every single time, without fail, both of them win a free kick every time. They're both absolutely brilliant at it. So James does it. James Clark does it in a way where he, if he's if he's running, obviously because he's a centre half, if he's running, sort of facing uh, his own goal, that, or if he's running sort of towards a, a byline somewhere, he'll, mm. he'll 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 do he'll do it in that situation. Whereas Rory will do it in a situation where he he can win a free kick to, to whip a, a good cross in, and he'll he'll just wait for a touch and hit the deck straight away. Uh, I'm not advocating for, for for players to dive. I think it's more tactical than diving. It is because they, they are they are actually being sort they're of being barged. fouled, aren't they? They, they are being, being they are being barged at the same time. It's not that they're just going down without a touch, but they're being clever about it. And then I mean a lot a lot of players do it, but them two specifically are very very good at it. Mm. Um, so yeah, there we go. A little bit of insight. Yeah, insight to. I've never the asked them about that, but I'm, one day I might do. I've never asked them about it because it's. I don't want it to come across offensive because I'm not saying that they're divers or anything like that because they are still being fouled. They are, it's not that they're not being touched, as I said. But yeah, I might ask them about it one time when I get a chance. I mean, that's just, if the football season ever ever returns. Just lead with the stat. Just say, James, like on average, you're the most fouled player in this side. How important is it for you to win those fouls? There you go. You've done it for me. I, I basically do your job for you. Mm. <laughs> that was a weird noise, actually, wasn't it? That was like, <laughs> that was, that was like a, a balloon letting a bit of air out. <laughs> But yeah, a little bit of insight to finish the episode there, Liam. You know what, I, I always do the best I can. Always the best. 63 minutes so far of... of, of, um, of coronavirus chip- banter. Well, cor- coronavirus banter. Um, I mean, it's not all Warsaw chit-chat. To be fair, it's been a very random episode. But what have you, what have you made of it? How have you found being back on the uh, the best Scott B? It's been good. We, we were meant to do one last week, um, and it was just not possible because of all the games virus stuff kicking off at the end and end of the week and I, mm. I was off one of the days and it was yeah it, so it, it was good to be back um, I'm, you know what I think I'll leave a little bit of a what to expect for fans coming up soon go on that, we, we can end on that I think that's a good idea yeah so what have I got on my sleeve let's have a look well not Warsaw related but I have got I have had an interview with Jackie Oatley yeah um, so I've got a, a few pieces coming from her soon um, very lovely nice. lady, lovely lady. Very good. Um, I've got a. I, I won't go into detail, obviously, because I want to ruin it for fans. But I, I have got a, a big interview with Mike Taylor. Ah. Which is there and ready to go. Um, very good. About Look his career, that. so that's coming out. Uh, obviously, the Nolan stuff. We've got a bit, few more bits from Nolan because it was quite a long chat. So we've got a, probably one more at least story from him. Um, a couple bits from. When I last spoke to Daryl and James Clark, which at the moment we're sort of holding on to as for as long as we can, but they're going to be relevant when they when they do come out. Mm. Um, and then I, hopefully, fans will be excited by this. Today, I had a chat with Ray Graydon, ah. the legendary former manager. 
Um, he, we've not spoke to him in a while, um, probably since last summer, to be honest, because Massey told me that he, he was always, always a go-to in that little spell when you uh, when, when there's no games and you need <laughs> you need stories. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've had a really nice chat with him. So obviously to do with the the coronavirus stuff, a bit of a bit of current stuff. But then he sort of went on a bit of a tangent, reminiscing about his time uh, at the club and all this kind of stuff. And it's some really really nice stuff coming out from him. Uh, probably next week or so. Uh, we'll see how we go. Very good. Excited to read all Exciting that. Exciting stuff. Exciting time. So well, there's no football, but I'll tell you what, the Walsall content's going to keep on coming. Keep on uh, rolling. So, will the best got be? We'll be back in, oh, what, fortnight well, or so? Yes, it will be. I'm just going to actually put out there, I am also chasing, a uh, little teaser, I am chasing, and haven't organised yet, but hoping to, uh, some featurey type interviews with Shay Facey and Danny Guthrie. Not, wow. not together, separately, uh, because mainly because of career things with Danny and Shay is also he played at New in, played in New York in his career, so little bits mm. like that, and then and, uh, also uh, actually I'll leave it at that for now. But yeah, yeah, so that's that's the plan. So there's lots of stuff coming. It's we're taking our uh, well, we're taking our time getting it all in, but we're getting there, and we keep fighting on. I'll let, you, I'll let you do your little outro now. Apologies. We'll do, our, we'll, we'll do the outro now. Right. Uh, yeah, so we've plenty to look forward to. Um, but until next time, it's bye-bye from me and bye-bye from Mr. Liam Keane. See you later.